Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, that's, that, that's sexy though. I, I, like, I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I am your host, Ali Connor. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Chua. Let's just go. Okay. Hello. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. It's your unpaid therapist and it's the holiday season. You know who I am. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Yay. We're super stoked to be here and we have a very special Christmas present for you. Packaged up. Oh my God. As Mr. Paul Chichi Benedict. That's my middle name. (laughs) It is. It is. Uh, and today we are going to talk about the art of tantric yoga. You're welcome. Ooh, I la, la. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Santa has been nutty. I know. We just thought it'd be a nice present to you guys, but you know, we always got to kick things off with a little never have I ever. So first of all, Val, I got to show you. Oh, look, it's my, <laughs> it's my okay, magic I love it. money, y'all. You guys, if you uh, haven't been following the page, uh, we went to, Ve- well, I went to Vegas to join Ali Cohen to celebrate her birthday for the first time. We did all the things. It was so fun. So she, she's flaunting her, her cash money from Magic Mike. I mean, I mean, so since you're our guest of honor, Paul, I'm going to let you just sit through the pile and uh, pick, pick a dollar, pick a dollar. I'm going to use my tantric energy here to figure out which one is appropriate. <laughs> okay. <so>. okay. <laughs> Let's go with that one. That's vibrating highly. Okay. <laughs> Is it? Is it? Hear that? It's vibrant. Go ahead, Paul. Read it. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> That's what happens? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never have I ever. It's great. Quinn. Smelled my own, f- sa- oh, not just feet, but sour feet after taking my shoes off in public at someone's house or in a fitness type class. So you have to answer it. Yeah, you gotta answer it. I mean, I might have, but <laughs> uh, I, that, um, it, that happens all the time in yoga. Let's be honest. In yoga classes, people are always going. <laughs> so I, I guess I have to say yes, um, just to make sure it's not too bad. Because then, if it is, I can't be in the yoga situation because everyone's got bare feet and bare other things. So it's okay. kind of important to know yeah. what's going on. Val, have you ever smelled your own sour toes? Um, I have smelled my own sour shoes. Like, um, I ever, I forgot it was like one of these like mud run things Ooh. that like the shoes got like wet and muddy and nasty. And then for I don't remember what we did afterwards, but I didn't. The shoes weren't off. Like they were still on with the same oh. socks. And then it was so rank. Like I had to <laughs> throw them out. It was. Bad. I was like, I can't ever wear these again. You know those little balls that they give you to put in shoes to help. Uh huh. I was like, that's that's not gonna fix anything. It was- oh no. Okay, so I recently <laughs> was like at home doing something, and I was like, what is that smell? Ah, you know. And I just assumed it was some shoes somewhere. Like it happened twice, and then finally I was like, wait, hold on. Ah. <laughs> Yes, but look, I have clean feet. I think it's just the shoes were smelling. Every time I put my feet into the shoes and took them out, it was 
At least I wasn't in public, though. Yeah, so. especially a, like spreading them yourself. a lot if they're old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's a little freeze happening. So I don't know if that's happening on both our ends, but um, there she is. So, Val, I'm going to have you pick one of your Never Have I Evers. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So if you're not watching us, I'm like shuffling my pile. Get it. <laughs> Let's see. I forget that some of our audience isn't seeing this. So. Yes, Wait, did, have we done this before? Never have I ever watched my parents' porn collection when I was a kid. We have not done that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is close to home. <laughs> I know. I was like super appropriate for this episode. Um, that's a hell no. Like, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> I can't wait to hear y'all. There's too much giggling happen over, happening over there. Right. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. It was like 1988 Playboys, if that counts. But of course, I'm a boy, 12 years old, yeah. opening a drawer, you know, randomly. Oh, what's this? A Sports Illustrated, you know, the high-waisted things in the 80s. And yeah. it, that was the extent of it, Playboys and stuff that my dad had. But of course, how, how would a boy not do that? I don't know. <laughs> Let me tell you about my experience with porn, okay? So when I was in second grade, I went to my friend's house and she's like, I overheard my dad telling my mom that if she's ever lonely, he's got movies in the closet. So I went and I found them. And then she pushed play and it was called Puss in Boots. So I thought it was going to be the, you know, the cartoon. And it's innocent. It was Ron Jeremy. If y'all don't know who Ron Jeremy is. You better check yourself if you don't know who Ron <laughs> Well, let me refresh our audience Why in case not? we don't. You guys are just so innocent. He was like, he's this really big picture Super Mario. That's Ron Jeremy, big hefty dude with a mustache, but he's known for having a really big pecker. So either way, I was like, what are they doing? Oh my God. And my friend's like, when I watch these movies, I do this. And she rubbed her head and her cooter at the same time. I was like, ah. That takes skill. <laughs> so that's my experience with parental porn. It wasn't my parents, but it wow. was my friends. So. Okay. <laughs> let's let's shuffle these up. Tantric yoga coming soon. Hold on. All right. I'm going to pick this one. <laughs> this is appropriate for Paul. Like Never have I ever farted while doing yoga or had someone fart near me while doing yoga. <laughs> I haven't. Thank God. Don't lie. No. You, you know how to squeeze one out silently, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I don't think that takes skill. <laughs> I mean, look, you do always twist, okay? And sometimes they do twist your mid Of really course. Well. <laughs> Have you, like, in class, like, allowed one? Not allowed one, never, thank goodness. Thank goodness. But if you if you know you've got the skill to let it out silently, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. He's not single, guys. <laughs> expert in yoga and I wanted to dive deep because we all hear about like tantric yoga and it's supposed to make couples more connected. Wait, Maybe do we? What? Can I pause? Because I had no I've heard of tantric sex and all those books. I've never heard of tantric yoga. Maybe so I we gotta start from the basics. I could have just made that term up by the way. Oh okay. Okay well go oh, ahead. Okay. I, that, this is the first time I ever hear about it. So teach us. Yes. 
go ahead. Like, first of all, tell us what it is. And like, how can we just like, first of all, let's, let's define what the word, um, I'm going to pronounce it a little bit differently than you guys are pronouncing it. I'm going to pronounce it Tantra, Tantra. So Tantra yoga, but you can say Tantra. But aren't they that? No, you tell us how you're supposed to say it. So I'm going to look that way, but talk this way. Yeah. (laughs) Tantra refers to energy. It refers to energy management. It refers to manipulating your vibe, basically. So you can use energy in a lot of ways. Um, You can use it to think more clearly. You can use it to lift weights. You can use it to have endurance for any activity. And I'm going to be a little bit of a buzzkill right now, but tantric yoga has nothing to do with with anything kinky or sexy, unfortunately. So I'm going to get that out of the way. But it does have to do with energy, which could be used for sexy things. But in the world of Tantra, we, we have actually two kind of delineations of, of Tantric yoga. Uh-huh. We have something called left-handed Tantra and right-handed Tantra. Okay. Left-handed Tantra relates to personal gain. Okay. I'm going to do things to better myself, to and use objects, use practices, use people even to gain something. And, and that's where all the 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 connotations of of tantric sex come from and that's okay that, that's great as long as you're doing it mindfully and then right-handed is all about helping others and everything i can do to better the world because you're if you have a lot of great energy you can use it to help or hurt the world it's about helping so left-handed and right-handed the 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 the, the kama sutra is something everyone's heard of that's tantric okay, okay so the kama sutra refers to the text on pleasure kama means pleasure in sanskrit Sutra means text and or teachings and kama means pleasure. So that's where a lot of the pop culture ideas of of spiritual sex comes from, which is very tantric because it's about energy. It's about building energy, sharing it, manipulating it, moving it, sending it to wherever you want up here or more likely down there. What was the word you used? Pecker, your pecker and your C word. Yeah, those those places. (laughs) If you energize your and your with energy, you you can. Really... If you energize your hoo hoo <laughs> and your dangling. Think about how Ron Jeremy like you could become. Okay. <laughs> so it could be done for mindful reasons or for completely selfish reasons. So tantra is energy work. That's what it is. Got it. Okay. So let's say I start dating somebody and I want to delve into tantra. <laughs> it's hard to say it that way, isn't it? You did very you say tantra. I don't care. <laughs> Where do I start? Like, how can our how can our listeners put this into use? Or Val, do you have questions? Yeah, I mean, before even getting into that advice, I I'm more curious about how Paul got into it, or like what like how was that born in in your life, and 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 how did it expand to what you're doing now and like your career? Because I know it's it's been like a great uh, successful thing for you. So I appreciate the question. Okay, gladly. My journey into yoga began in 2007 when I learned about meditation. So I found yoga through learning to actually meditate. And I hope I'm not too much of a, of a downer with this. But okay. <laughs> meditation is is what attracted me to it, to be honest. And a lot of yoga people, yoga enthusiasts find yoga through physical classes at studios with mirrors and neon lights and lululemon pants and handstands and looking good and sweating and calling me out real hard i was like i take those classes all the time well i teach those i teach and take those and i i understand their place for sure but i found it through learning to meditate and what what is meditation why would you want to and what does it do for your world and for the world so i found meditation then and then a few years that was in 2007 
in 2009, 10, I discovered the physical yoga. And I realized that they are two sides of the same coin. And it's all really about energy management, energy as what, what we've been talking about. Yeah. Most people that do yoga don't realize that all yoga is tantric in a way, because when you breathe in and lift your arms up, for example, you're lifting energy up. You're reaching up and you're taking an inhale. When you breathe in, you are literally energizing yourself. And when you put your mind on that and when you imagine that you're breathing in prana, you've heard of prana? Yes. Val, have you heard of prana? You know what no, prana is? Prana refers yeah. to life force. Life force. Have you heard of chi? If you're doing tai chi, yeah. have you heard of same thing? Chi is from the far east. Prana is the word from the nearer east of India. Same thing. If your body has prana, you're alive. If your physical body has no prana, you're you're dead. So you're mm -hmm. inhaling prana when you breathe in. All yoga is tantric, really. But you can be mindful about it or mindless about it. So I found all that stuff back in 2009, not knowing what I was finding. 2011 mm -hmm. and 12, I started like putting it all together into one nice fun package. And I realized, wow, I can teach strong, vigorous physical yoga and drop little knowledge bombs or let's call them tantric bombs of wisdom on people when they're when they're in my classes yeah. and you can use those same concepts that we do in class with your partner believe it or not you can and we'll get to that in a minute so i found it through learning to meditate through learning to, to practice and teach physical yoga um and then yeah later 2015-16 i realized that there are specific schools of tantra yoga which can be used for selfless reasons or selfish reasons and you can use it for sex. You can use it for convincing someone to accept your offer to buy a house. You can you can use it. You know, have you ever watched uh, the Harry Potter movies? movies? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Serious? Oh my god! Do you remember the love potion thing? Like, if if you give someone a certain candy, they're going to eat it and fall in love with you. Yeah. Well, you can influence people's minds. You can influence people's energies. I'm sorry. So you're telling me if I want to learn this, I could have influenced Justin Timberlake to look in my direction when I was at those insane concerts and made him fall in love with me? It's going to be controversial, but I'm going to say yes if you're powerful enough and okay. if you practice Hold enough. God, I'm signing up for your class. Like, what? <laughs> Now, the 99.999% of human beings cannot even approach this, but it's possible, I believe. And many people who are watching this are going to say, this dude's full of ish. Yeah. You can curse. <laughs> it's okay. We drop F-bombs. Okay. It's all good. But can you imagine someone who's very powerful? Like, do you have any any people or be, that are alive now or not alive that are powerful in certain ways? Mm -hmm. Name one. Anyone that's very Justin Timberlake, right? Yeah. Can he influence a lot of people? Yeah. All right. You can learn that. He has a way to captivate people through his skill, through his charisma, through the way he looks, through the way he moves. That can be a learned skill. And that could be considered mm -hmm. Tantra. Interesting. And it's almost <laughs> like I would um, associate it to, and Ali Kerner, we talked about this in a separate episode. Um, one of the never have I ever's was, have you ever been attracted to somebody who like isn't um, a yeah, your type. And I feel like that would play into it because sometimes some people like they may not physically be who you would normally be like, oh, he's mm -hmm. he's kind of cute, but their energy and they have this little swag and the way they talk is super confident and they look you in the eye. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what is that? I love that you're bringing that up because those behaviors can be learned and they can be energized more by practice, by it 
in manifesting things by envisioning yourself acting like that, envisioning the outcome of said practices. That's all Tantra. Yeah. It really, really is because you're harnessing power. Right. Okay, so Val and I were having this conversation about we've been having like your masculine and your feminine mm -hmm. and attracting the opposite energy in our relationships, right? So could you use that then to channel your feminine sexy energy? Of course. Okay. We want to be careful though that it's not too left-handed that we don't get out of balance because there always needs to be a yin-yang kind of situation in your body and in your mind and in your emotions. Mm -hmm. If you have too much of one, it's not healthy. If you're, we all know people who are way too feminine, who would never know how to change a freaking tire or never know how to be assertive and mm -hmm. exercise some authority. That's considered masculine. Every woman needs that. And every man needs some softness. And sometimes mm -hmm. regardless of what body you're in, if you're in a masculine body or a feminine body, you need both. Yeah. Well, dang. Okay. So <laughs> Taking it back to sexy time. Yeah, let's take it back to sexy time. Just because I want to yeah. stay on top. No, I mean, of course. It's a Christmas episode, right? It's for the people. It's for mm -hmm. the people. We're giving you guys tips, right? We're going to sexify your holiday, <laughs> even if you're all alone, okay? It's okay. Even if you're single, you can tantrify yourself, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, tell yeah, us more about this channeling of energy okay. into either our parts or whatever mm -hmm. so we can connect. I, I don't mean it in a perverse mm -hmm. way. I our do... parts. Our parts. You our know, parts. I'm 12. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> okay. But yeah, deep like a couple. How could they deepen? Go ahead, Val. No, I was just because when you said you were twelve, I was like, yeah, you called it a cooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna start by saying it starts. <laughs> it starts with the breath, and I know, I know you've had a couple of or one professional breath or, or energy, energy worker. Energy. Okay. Yeah, 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 Teresa. If if you didn't learn from Teresa about the power of the breath. Um, let's talk about yeah. that now because the the breath is is the foundation for energy in the body in this context. So when you learn to expand the lungs and take in a lot of physical oxygen and gases that you breathe in, when you put your mind on that process and you imagine that it's energizing you in a in a pranic and tantric way, it will energize you in that way. And when you do that these things with a partner, that's when it it doubles and it intensifies so much. So First of all, specifically, simple breathing exercises like deep inhales and exhales um, through the nose, of course, mm -hmm. with a little bit of engagement in the throat and engagement in the abdomen area. We call those in yoga bandhas when you engage parts of the body. And usually with eyes closed, but it could be with eyes open. So first of all, learning to breathe deeply. And this can be done solo, but also facing a, a partner or back to back with a partner. And then starting to envision what we call the nadis. You can call them not. That sounds yeah. naughty. You, you can call them. You can call them naughty naughties, naughty naughties, if you want. But um, have either of you heard the term energy meridians before? Yes. So in in no. Eastern medicine, in Chinese medicine, acupuncture, acupressure, some massage techniques work along lines in the body that are referred to as meridians. Well, again, far east meridians in the nearer east of India, they're called nadis. They're lines of energy in the body, the yogic texts say there are 72,000 of them. Wow. There's one main one, which is the spinal column. It corresponds to the nervous, the central of the, the central channel of the nervous system. And when you're breathing slowly and deeply, the base, one of the most basic techniques is just to envision that you're sweeping energy up the spine when you inhale and sweep it down the spine when you exhale. And it, would you want to do a little practice with me I mean, right here? Sure. I mean, I, I wish Val was here because we could have 
three of us doing it. He, now he's getting real naughty. Uh, now, now you're seeing what I'm what I'm manifesting. <laughs> uh, you want to get sure. brave for a second? Sure, sure. Okay. Can you sit cross-legged towards me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. So for our audio people, we are uh, crisscross apple, apple saucing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. imagine that we are. We're, it's 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 uh, Wednesday night uh, business night business time. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Is, is that like scheduled sex time? Like, <laughs> no. It's it, my, one of my favorite comedy duos, The Flight of the Concords. They have a song called Business Time. And they reserve Wednesday night for business time. And so imagine this business. Okay. <laughs> All right. So just put your hands on either your knees or my knees. So okay. we're, we're just sitting. Now close your eyes and sit tall. So we're just sitting facing each other. Mm -hmm. And then just slowly through your nose, breathe in with me. Inhale. And through your nose, slowly breathe out. Okay. Now, like I mentioned earlier, envision your spine. And when you inhale, just feel like light or energy is going up your spine. So breathe in. Breathe out. Okay, now, taking it further, imagine that the bottom of your spine is connected to the bottom of my spine. However you see it happening with a channel of light, however, a cord, uh, you called it a pecker earlier, you can envision that. So, Wait, you're pecking my spine? <laughs> it's, it's metaphoric, okay? It's, I mean, <laughs> it, you asked for sexy time. So, now, I... I <laughs> I, instead of envisioning just the energy going up your spine, imagine it going up your spine and then through down my spine and then up your spine and down mine. So inhale, down my spine, exhale, transferring to your spine again, inhale, down my spine, exhale. Okay, so this is just a very brief, and then you could gently lean in and connect your forehead to my forehead. Wait, where is your head? Okay, just there you Okay. So if you believe in chakras, we got a third eye chakra where we're touching. So we already talked about the base of our spine is connected. Now the tops of our circuit of energy is connected now. So let's do the same thing. Breathe in. Breathe out. Vision, keep breathing and envision like a circuit of energy going through your Ajna or third eye chakra through mine, down my spine, up yours, down mine. And let, this is one technique. So we don't want to bore our audience and yeah. just do this together. But this is one example of, and there are maybe thousands of techniques. You can make it fun. You can make it boring if you want, or make it more fun if you want. Clothing can be optional. I mean, there's the, you know, the whole thing. And then it could lead to intercourse. It might not have to. You, you might be able to practice, uh, men might be able to practice semen retention. And, and, if, and if that's a something that any man might be interested in. It's a supercharging effect in the body. That's very tantric because it's ejaculation is a release. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's an expenditure of beautiful energy. It really is. And it's necessary to make a baby, but maybe you don't want to lose to give the energy away. Maybe you want to keep it in so you can have an orgasm, retain the semen and envision with your mind breathing in and lifting the energy back up into the body where it's more necessary, maybe into the third eye even. Holding the breath, for example, instead of just letting it all erupt out I love to the spine video. of your partner. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I've never heard of that. Like, is that. You asked for it, though. Is that yeah. a common thing? I'm sorry, Val, I interrupted you. You've never, please repeat that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I never heard the um, semen retention thing. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a thing that, mm -hmm. a, a practice that. Yep. 
men do very much. Well, yeah. not many men, not many men in the West do it. It's um, again, from India, sure. from the far East, and it, it controls mm -hmm. a lot of things. I mean, it regulates your willpower. It regulates your fluids in the body. Obviously, you know, um, our energy is precious. And if we ejaculate all day, we're going to, we're going to lose a lot of energy. You can enjoy an orgasm without, without fluid release. It's possible. And it could be more energizing. And it's most definitely an ancient practice. hundred percent. Just like sunning your butthole is. What? I'm sorry. What? You haven't heard of that, huh? Doing what with your you butthole? Guys, you guys need to stick around more. I, wait, yeah. no, I just can't repeat the phrase. You did what with your butthole? Sun it. Outside. Spread legs in the sun. I've never heard oh, anyone say that. Butt. It's very tantric. Sun in your butt. Not necessarily inside of it. Well, hold on, hold on. I mean, not you're not really like puckering it. You're like... What is happening? What? Hey, I, I thought I was going to be a downer over here. I'm, am I shocking you guys? Yeah, no, you're teaching us so much. I thought I was going to be the downer because. Do you guys sell so your butthole? Am I the only I one? Mean, I guess if I'm sitting, you know, keep going. Not, my not sure if I should at this point. He's a plethora of knowledge, isn't he? Think about how sensitive the tissues are. Let's be. Let, let's just be real. Sure. Okay. Okay. They're sensitive. They're absorbent. Is, okay. Is, is, are, are the vaginal tissues absorbent? Yes. Okay. Well, why wouldn't we be able to then absorb energy? So do people like our women, should we be like doing spread eagle in the sun and energizing our cooters or what? Read some texts and talk to a good teacher first before, <laughs> before you do it. But it's, um, it's an ancient practice that is said to be powerful. Really? Listen, I've been doing tanning beds for a minute, so I have all the energy. Yeah, but I think like he just like spreading the butt cheeks. I know. Yeah. I'm just, just kidding. Just lay there I'm... in the splits position. Now, a practical word of caution. You can't do that, Alicona. Uh, she... Remember your uh, armpits got sunburned? <laughs> That's true. Because she's like porcelain. She is. But a practical yeah. word of caution, though, um, sunburning happens like exponentially faster because the tissues that we're talking about are almost never exposed to the light, to the light of day. <laughs> so, yes. So yes. be very, be very, very cautious. But Thank okay, you. I'm going to make a disclaimer. That is a disclaimer. Yeah, I, I'm not recommending that anyone does it it, it i mean i have I, mean, I have to say this i don't recommend anyone to, that to do this but it is a practice and it is a the teachings on it are available thank you and have you ever sunned your butthole like definitely oh. okay. go ahead, it feels really nice okay go ahead val no i just feel like this would be like a great time to like insert a commercial for the podcast so people can like pause uh -huh. it insert. google sun or maybe you don't google it i don't know what's gonna pop up yeah google it <laughs> please okay so um moving on <laughs> to uh is there a commercial break no, no, no. She's just saying, no. sometimes we have like little baby we, breaks yeah okay we, we do sometimes <laughs> to talk about our patreon maybe okay. we can get paul to offer some extra advice like that's worthy of a patreon subscription i feel like no they i would think they'd want to take his classes, not just advice. Right? <laughs> right? Come on, let's go. Okay. Costa Rica, May 4th. It's there we're not go. confined by the societal rules of you know America. And we have seven nights uh down in on the beach in Costa Rica to do all these things. I'm sorry, define societal rules. <laughs> you can't sun your butthole at a studio in Las Vegas. But you guys do that in your class? <laughs> no, not, oh. not not really, but but there's more opportunity to 
explore those things in a tropical resort situation than in a in a business on in a strip mall in Las Vegas. <laughs> um, I love it. Yes. Okay, so then I don't know if you have any questions, Val. I could go on forever. Yeah, I, go for it. Okay, so then I mean, I see Paul checking his notes, but I guess applying some like let's dig deeper because I'm really learning a lot here. Good. Obviously, us women know about like key goals and stuff like that, but anything else that we could do if we are trying to deepen our connection, mm-hmm. our passionate mm-hmm. connection, because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the thing. Like when you're in a relationship for a really long time, mm-hmm. after a while, the first thing that does tend to peter out uh, tends to be people's sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, resentment or whatever, because women are so emotionally charged with sex. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Point is, how -hmm. can we rekindle that exciting? Mm -hmm. Or if it's the first time that you're with your man or your girl and you want to like knock her socks off. (laughs) Because look, we've all had sex where it's like, it it could physically be amazing. And that person could have a great body, but the connection isn't there. And you're like, oh, it's good. And then there could be this other person that something for some reason energetically clicks and it's wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a very loaded question mm-hmm. to say. I don't know what I'm saying. No, you, that's a good. No, it's excellent. I that's. I have to preface it by saying that's completely out of my area of expertise. Relationship advice on on, this, on these kinds of things. But what I am very good at. Oh, I want to also say that I appreciate you calling me an expert. I I don't call myself an expert. I I've been studying these things since 2007, and that gives me some years of experience. But most yogi masters that I revere have been studying their entire lives, 60 years, 70 years. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay. So um, I'm certainly not a relationship, uh, not a sex therapist, not a relationship uh, specialist at all in the slightest in any way. I'm, I'm into yoga and meditation and I understand breath work and meditate and um, energy work. So what, what I can say about rekindling or creating a connection, I mean, it might knock someone's socks off for the first time. Um, the partner breathing thing and face to face is is very very good naked is very good without just rushing towards intercourse um no one really does that because it's awkward and but can you imagine the connection that's made if you stare into someone's eyes and you're breathing together and you're not embarrassed and giggling and can you imagine what that's like it's powerful uh, it really is. And you can start off sitting back to back with each other and just breathing. And your partner's going to be weird about it at first. But if they're open minded and they try it, immediately a connection is made immediately yeah, yeah. because you're not trying to fill the space with words. You're not trying to prove that you know what to do next. I got to go to second base. Does that mean like unzipping the pants? What does that mean? <laughs> Home run? What is um, right? And you, you're not rushing towards it. And it creates a, a true connection, not just penis inside vagina connection it's a and you might not even have to have actual sex breathing with someone so side note natalia and i are hosting right upstairs on sunday a partner yoga workshop and we're doing some of these things but not not sexy like because it's open to the like my mom's going to be there Hmm. so but we're doing we're going to be sitting like that and breathing and we're going to be doing these partner moves with the breath so yes all those things what can i go more specifically into on any of that Val, questions? Um, I would just, for because if somebody's never even done yoga, they've never meditated. So is this something that, like, how does that person start? And, you know, you're kind of, because at least I'll speak for myself. Like sometimes when I've done yoga, <laughs> if it's not like 
some daddy yankee bad bunny music playing like lizzo i don't even know what that and i'm not like wait and like dying i might obviously this is why i need to do more yoga my head is elsewhere like i need and you know ali kona because we need to feel like we're gonna die yeah like and that's what gets me in the zone right because i need to focus so much um so for people who aren't who don't even know where to start like Mm -hmm. Should you take a regular yoga class? Should you practice more of meditating on your own before you do it with a partner? For so, this is excellent because I love teaching brand new people because I, I, I'm on a mission to demystify the complexities of meditation. I'm on a mission to make it yes. simple. And it's not, why can't I do that? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's the cow. Oh, sorry, sorry. That uh, it's it's meditation is not making your mind go blank like a lot of people think it is. Meditation is not that. And a lot of people say, "I can't meditate. My I'm too. I can't make my mind go blank." That's not that's not what it is. Meditating is focusing the mind on something, on on getting it on one thing. And the breath is is in my opinion the easiest thing to learn to focus the mind on. So for a okay. beginner, listen to an audio recording. I have a bunch that I've recorded with my voice. If you like my voice, I'll I'll send you guys a couple you can post on your okay. and and it's a like a, an 8 minute audio that I'll guide you through just simple basic meditation, 8 minutes. Um there's a thousand on YouTube, a thousand. Um find a voice that you like and commit to just trying it regularly and if you're mm-hmm. brand brand new, it's going to be a, a there's there's momentum that needs to be built in order to actually get good at this to get the mind calm which by the way, translates out into your life as clarity, as focus, as resilience. Mm-hmm. So there's so many benefits of, of meditating. So if you are able to do it regularly, you'll find that the mind can stay focused, but you have to do it, I'd say every day, but just for four or five minutes, like that's it. I really don't think it needs to be 20 minutes. I don't always meditate for 20 minutes. So find an audio recording that you can do daily for a while until you start to be able to, to, to stay calm and breathe deeply. That's the way to start. Most, most yoga classes don't really teach the basics. Yeah, they really don't. And they, and I feel like I've taken a a few different ones, different types and, and every instructor has their little methods or they just assume that you're there and you already know what you're doing, which because I love to learn is really frustrating because I was just like, you're, you're assuming that all of your students have done this a million times Mm -hmm. and you're not like working through the basics, which I feel are absolutely essential to kind of getting what you need out of your practice. Um, So I appreciate that. And yeah, that's great advice for anybody who's never done it or who like myself sometimes tries to meditate and feels like I can't focus. (laughs) Let me offer one more thing. Um, I have a YouTube channel and an Instagram with approximately 150 videos. I started during lockdown of 2020 March. I sat right there. Awesome. And started every morning at seven, I did 100 days straight of live stream meditations on Instagram to help people chill the F out when lockdown happened. And, <laughs> and they're, they range anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes. And mm. it's just different stuff every day, people yeah. can just go and watch and just sit and I guide, take a breath slowly, imagine, lighten your heart or imagine so many different things to focus your mind on. It's never making your mind go blank. But that's a great way to start. So we have to wrap up really yeah. soon. Can you tell us again, what's your channel called on um, mm. Instagram, all the things where people find you? I would love to. My brand is called New Raja Yoga, New Raja Yoga. But my full name, I don't ever try to be cryptic like so many people. My full name, Paul Benedict, is on everything. So if you just type in Paul Benedict Yoga, 
on in YouTube or on Instagram, all that stuff will come up. Okay. There's also newrajayoga.com. Perfect. Well, Paul, I had so much fun with you. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us all these tips and all the things. Oh, and I got kisses too. <laughs> Thanks for having I me. love it. This was so informational. And also too, like New Year's is, come, is around the corner. People start making resolutions and goals. This might be something that you guys want to incorporate into yeah. your to-dos for 2024, you know? Love it. Feliz Navidad. Happy holidays to everybody. Um, and thank you again for sharing. Please visit his page and start your practice because I know I need to start mine. Thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Mwah. <laughs>